What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Workrate Podcast. This is our AEW in review. I'm joined by Brad Hardcastle. Brad, how you doing? I am fantastic. How are you doing, Mike? I'm not doing too bad. Um, you and I um, completely, uh, coincidentally, both finished Elden Ring within the same 24 hours of each other. Yeah, buddy. It was awesome. Awesome game. Everyone should play it. Yeah. I th- it, I could make the argument that it's the best game I've ever played. Yeah, like it, I can make that argument. Could be, yeah. It's it's that and Final Fantasy VII for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whether or not it's uh, Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy VII, or the remake, just kind of depends on the significance that the original had in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I kind of look at them as the same game. I I have a hard time separating it. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Uh, Elden Ring was incredible, and now I'm playing Bloodborne. Now you're becoming a FromSoft fan, and I'm so happy. Oh, I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> I this is the second time I've tackled or tried to tackle Bloodborne. The first time I was not ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like those games at the time i tried bloodborne i beat two bosses and then i got stuck on the gatling gun guy and Mm -hmm. i gave up yeah it took me bloodborne was the first uh from soft game i played took me four different tries to beat it and then once i finally beat it i I like started playing all of them i was like oh man i love these games it's like you get to a certain point and you're just like okay i get it and then like (laughs) Like Elden Ring is perfect, mm-hmm. but one of the things that I loved about Elden Ring is the story was comprehensible. Mm-hmm. Like I understood it. I was like, "This is a really good story." Even if I don't get all of it, like it's it's very intriguing. Mm-hmm. And then if you watch lore videos, um, shout out to Vadi Vidyas, mm-hmm. um, it's it's awesome. And you're like, "Ah, yes, J.R. Mm-hmm. Martin did something here." Yeah. Or George R. R. Martin, he uh, he did something good here. He he gave them the framework to have like a really deep story if you're interested in it. Mm-hmm. And I'd heard that Bloodborne was, or some people say, has the best story even over Elden Ring. So I was like, oh, okay, so I would really like to to uh, to play that just for the story. And also, I'm kind of really into like. Lovecrafty and stuff that's not racist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm reading a like a Lovecraftian book right now. I'm listening to metal that has that influence. I'm watching Guillermo del Toro movies, who's basically just Lovecraft 2.0. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. The story in Bloodborne, like once you start figuring it out, you're like, oh, yeah, like this is really good. Like, yeah, you- that's a. I'm the excited Vati, for that. The Vati videos. You once you start watching those, you'll be like, "Oh, okay, I, I see now." Does he have uh, any new Elden Ring lore videos? Uh, no, he hasn't had one up for like a week or two. Okay, so he's probably working on the second one still. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the watch his videos are so cool. They make it make I my jaw hit the floor with some of the stuff that he was saying. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to cough. For yeah, a it makes second. Once you watch his videos, you're like, oh, it all makes sense now. Which, even if you don't want to watch his, there's a ton of, like, I've looked up some, like, good weapon videos in Elden Mm -hmm. Ring, and now my whole YouTube feed is just Elden Ring this, Elden Ring that, and all that stuff. Absolutely. It's (laughs) the best. It's the best. Mm -hmm. Um, And even those games, they're just fun to watch someone else play. Mm Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I beat the game and I went back and I was watching Let's Plays. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's, I've been watching Let's Plays too. It's just fun to see people do different strategies than you and stuff. Yeah, and to just to see their reactions because mm-hmm. some of the reactions you have for some of the things are just so fun. You're just I don't know. So yeah, I like to watch Excellent. those videos because I just play all those games the exact same way. I just get a big weapon and going to strength and i like watching people use like other tactics i'm like oh okay that's cool Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i just get a big hammer and start swinging yeah they they tackle something or tackle 
a certain area and I'm like, I did not even go over there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Like, this is cool. I watched and... a video yesterday. Some guy made himself over encumbered the whole thing where he couldn't even roll or jump. Like he made himself way too heavy and he beat the whole game that way. I, was like, what the <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that was even a thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you like, cause you know, if you equip yourself with too much stuff, you, they call it fat rolling where you roll slow. Yeah. But if you mm-hmm. go even higher than that, you, your character won't roll. You can't dodge. You can't run. You can't jump. That's great. So he beat the whole game like that. That, that guy must be a parry master. He got like a big great shield. And then I guess if you use like a lance or like a poking type weapon, you can block and you can still poke with your weapon. And so that's what he did a lot of the time. That's amazing. I love, uh, (laughs) I love that. That's so cool. (laughs) Okay. So let's get into the news today because we had to delay our recording. And as a result, NXT cuts got announced, uh, an hour or so before we went on the air. So I I don't have all the names in front of me. Um, well, uh, I kind of yeah, do. Yeah, I don't have it either. I don't, I, I don't have a nice, concise list from SRS. But um, the biggest or the biggest two would be Dakota Kai. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a travesty. Yeah. What is wrong with the... Yeah, she's that's amazing. Crazy. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, that's nuts. She's going to be fine wherever she lands, but that's just nuts uh, that they let her go. I mean, Tony Khan better fly to wherever she is mm-hmm. and just put her on a plane mm-hmm. and fly her directly to their next show, pretty mm-hmm. much. Just just to have her sign a contract. Yeah. Um, I mean, he can't. Because she got cut, so it's going to be... She's NXT, so just 30 30 days. Yeah. Wow. God. My goodness. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. Um, Then Malcolm Bivens, Stokely Hathaway. Mm -hmm. Um, I see people already... Probably the best manager right now. Yeah. And one of the funniest Twitter follows. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, one, one of the most charismatic people in wrestling, one of the funniest people in wrestling... Mm-hmm. Arguably the best manager in wrestling. Yeah. Um. And he wasn't. Well, he was technically he was cut, but it's because he told them he wouldn't sign a contract. Yeah. So. So he may have a. He may be able to just show up <laughs> anywhere now. It's possible. Probably not. He probably has the same type mm-hmm. of deal, but he is a manager, so it might be different. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what the deal is there, but. I'd say he's a shoe in to show up in AEW unless he wants to leave wrestling, but I doubt that. Yeah. He he has a lot of connections with AEW. Mm-hmm. Um he was with Ring of Honor, he's got connections to MJF. Mm-hmm. Um I've I saw seen Eddie the, Kingston posting videos with him, pictures with him and stuff, so he knows Kingston. He was he, he was huge on the indies and all mm-hmm. those people are with AEW, so Yeah. Um yeah. and he would be excellent there. He would yeah, he's just really charismatic and funny. I've seen people pitching that um, he could replace, not that he needs to be replaced, but replace um, Sterling for, mm-hmm. uh, for, for Jade. Jade's manager. Yeah. Which would be incredible. And you could do a fun storyline thing there. And the good thing with Sterling is that he doesn't, work for anybody he just takes on clients Mm -hmm. so it won't really hurt him you can do a storyline with that where he just loses the client Mm -hmm. like he because he's worked with mjf he's he works with people in the indies like he's not signed to AEW. yeah he showed up at gcw uh when they did their big hammerstein show yeah he represents um uh zach cardona Mm -hmm. yeah or matt cardona sorry not zach Ryder. (laughs) Yeah, he mixed his names up. That's fine. But yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Get get both of them in ASAP. Yeah, then there's Persia Parada got cut, which is interesting because she's been featured. Mm-hmm. She was the tag partner of Indy Hartwell. Dexter Loomis got cut. He is the kayfabe husband of yeah. Indy Hartwell. Poor yeah. Indy Hartwell. And she they were doing like a her... big, like, where they were both competing 
like with their boyfriends like they were doing like a storyline with them I, it's so weird yeah a big storyline with those guys <laughs> i don't know what they're thinking um maybe tell creative that maybe someone's on the chopping block yeah, like so a month tell, ahead of time so they don't so start doing they stories can... with them <laughs> yeah just fucking let them know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like so they don't weird to explain next week oh each yeah, one of your, your partners are gone. <laughs> your husband and your tag partner are both gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they basically just have to take her off TV and bring her back as a new gimmick, essentially. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They've done that before. Like that mm-hmm. person who's the uh, insomniac sleeping lady, which is amazing. Yeah, that's um, an awesome gimmick. <laughs> Wendy Chu mm-hmm. was like a undead Chinese like demigod before. Yeah, yeah they just took her off for a while and... I think they played it off like she was asleep the whole time or something, which is well, hilarious. Yeah, they just <laughs> they just had her in the locker room sleeping mm-hmm. in the background of people's promos. Mm-hmm. And eventually she just woke up and wrestled. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's one mm-hmm. of my... I have never watched an episode of NXT 2.0, but it is my favorite... One of my favorite gimmicks in wrestling, mm-hmm. just from GIFs and live yeah. videos I've seen on Twitter. Yeah, she she does excellent at it. It's really good. And I won't go through the rest of the names because I don't know them. But yeah, be- best of luck to you guys. Yeah, um, there's that Parker Bodo guy. I'm sure he'll. Be oh fine. yes, yeah, mini mini Brock. Yeah, he'll he'll be fine. He's got a great look, and he's. I saw him at the. I guess he was backstage at the Wale Mania thing, and it seemed yes. like every it seemed like everyone was like cool to be around him and stuff. So I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be okay. He, I think he probably needs to train a bit more. Mm-hmm. But, just go to a go to a, a good trainer. Um, he'll have money to get trained. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, uh, yeah, I guess w- from what they were hearing was that he wasn't improving as fast as they had wanted. But he'd only been there about a year. I was gonna say I, I he couldn't have been there for that long. So and he came from football, so mm-hmm. it's not like I don't know. Like you know, I feel like it takes longer than that to That's really the establish problem yourself. with them wanting to hire people that don't have wrestling backgrounds. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to throw them right on the show, it's like, he's basically learning on TV. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Anyways, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> train them up first. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get to a W. Yeah. But this was, this was a good, not great show. I think. Yeah. But only, I only, say that because I was looking at the at these matches and being like, eh, yeah, I guess I wasn't really paying too much. Like, some of them were kind of throwaway. Yeah. There were a couple throwaway matches on here, even though they starred like the A-plus talent. It was like the A-plus talent versus like the D-plus talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I watched the show split in two, and one of them was at my desk at work. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. The first match, though, was very noteworthy. This was the FTR match. This was Dax versus Cash. Um, It was a Brett and Owen Hart tribute. Mm -hmm. Uh, They basically, this was a homage to Brett versus Owen at WrestleMania 10. Mm -hmm. As well as other Owen Hart matches. Um, It was really good if you're into that homage type stuff that... um, Punk and FDR have been doing mm-hmm. with uh with with the hearts. Um, I really liked it. I loved Punk on commentary, and immediately, I th- I thought because there was the news this past week or so that um Bret Hart, I think we talked about this last week, but Bret Hart can't sign with uh aw because mm-hmm. behind the scenes he signed quietly with wwe so he can't come over to manage ftr which is a shame but i think that punk and ftr are going to become a trio i can see that that'd be really cool i think that is going to happen they've both worn the the black and pink they've both done a uh, heart tribute matches They've both dropped Bret Hart's name a fucking ton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and inexplicably, 
and inexplicably they put him on commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this has got to be setting up something. Because why else yeah, would he be on commentary? At first, I was like, oh, that's a great fit that they... I was just like, oh, yeah, of course Punk would be on commentary for FDR. And then I sat there and was like, wait, why do I think that's a perfect yeah. fit? Because they they don't have anything to do with each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, they're setting up a trio. Yeah, they they all love Brett. The Bret Hart Appreciation Society is what their group should be called. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing. I would have loved Brett with FDR because then you could have them come out all in the leather jackets. Mm-hmm. It would have been perfect, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. It's maybe for the best because Brett can't really talk and he's kind of a little frail now mm-hmm. just because of his health stuff. Like he's not uh, terribly steady on his feet. Yeah. Um, But punk is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this match was fun. Um, I really liked that it was a nice, competitive, gentlemanly match until uh, Cash accidentally caught Dax in the eye with his thumb. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then Cash was pit, and then uh, I can't remember who caught who, but one of I think, the two. I think Dax got Cash in the eye. Okay, and then Cash was pissed off mm-hmm. and hit and, him with uh, a pile driver. <laughs> Yeah, he's pissed off. So we hit him with the power. We had the slingshot power bomb, mm-hmm. which I love that uh, Cash saw it coming and he was able to reverse it, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And then Dax just hit it anyways. He's like, yeah. "Fuck you! I'm still hitting you with yeah. this." You're good. Don't you worry about that. And uh, Cash hurt his knee mm-hmm. at one point, and Dax was going for the sharpshooter, but in the end, he. Uh, he won with the he, he he didn't he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to put his friend in the in the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. So he uh, Cash took advantage of this, rolled him up, and they went back and forth. And Cash ended up winning, which to me is a surprise, and I like that mm-hmm. because I think by any if you asked anyone, they probably would have said Dax because he's been kind of kind of been getting the push. Yeah, if you were to push one of the two, it's been Cash. Or it's been Dax for about the past year. Mm-hmm. He's been getting the singles matches. He's been getting all the accolades. So it was nice to see Cash get that nod. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, Punk came down. And uh, he came down to the ring, cut his promo. He was happy Punk again. Um, he was saying that uh, he's never been in a locker room with more talent. And he said the thing that he said a few times. I I look in the mirror and I ask myself, can you still do this? And now I know, hell yeah, I can. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, we've heard this before. Yeah. But then he says, uh, he says, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Adam page, but until this point, this has been a warm up, and page is going to know that, that he'll, that he'll have been in a fight because one thing that Punk's going to do is he's going to fight until the wheels fall off. And mm-hmm. I think the wheels might fall off. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Did, oh, he said, uh, this is no disrespect to anyone I faced before, except Eddie Kingston. All these other matches were a warm up. <laughs> love that. Yeah. I love both he and Eddie do that a lot in their yeah. promos. Yeah. They still, like, they're still they, keeping their rivalry, rivalry going, even though they had the one match. So I like that. Yeah, they throw out, they they get their little like knife jabs mm-hmm. in at the people that they hate in the mm-hmm. locker room, like the little twists. Yeah, and I think it's great. I think it's super funny, and it kind of again it just steeps the world in realism mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, also, like how uh, how Kingston has been feuding with. Cesaro Claudio for mm-hmm. 15 years yeah. at this point and they haven't been wrestling in the same company for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like people legit thought that Kingston hated. Legit thought he hated him, but he's just been keeping kayfabe alive. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And he's probably going to come in into the company and they're and they're going to feud. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. That's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. Okay. So then we had Blackpool Combat Club versus the Factory. And this this is one of those matches I was talking about. This is the best faction in the company versus jobbers. And I sort of like, okay, do 
do we need this? Yeah. Yeah, like, we don't. Could you have put them against any combination of guys to make this more interesting? Like, I don't think we needed uh, the factory out there. Um, I kind of blanked out on this match as a result. Like, you, when you put this on my screen, when your show is that hectic, this is when I check my phone. Mm-hmm. Even though I love these guys. Like, I paid more attention to Yuta's awesome anime music and yeah. his and his cool tights than I did to anything that happened in the match. Mm-hmm. I love that all three of them just get their own entrance. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's good. I like that AEW does that. And sometimes mm-hmm. they'll just give the first 10 seconds of somebody's intro, and then it cuts to the next guy's mm-hmm. uh, music, and then the next guy's, and then they walk out together. Yeah. It's they get good. the whole full entrances. Oh, that's one thing I liked about the first match, and kind of was kind of disappointed. I know everyone wanted the the FTR music twice, but I like that. I, I do like that. They came out together too, to show that, that was cool. That was really, I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. They came out together, basically holding hands. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. This was, was just, it's, it was cool to see all of them do their thing. But yeah, like you said, does it really need to be against the factory? I mean, like this match could have been on dark mm-hmm. basically is what I'm saying. Um, I did. There was one spot that I did really like. Um, Danielson drop kick solo as he came off the top rope, mm-hmm. and it looked brutal. It looked like he knocked him out, and I yeah. don't know how he can possibly do that move in that counter without knocking someone out. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. There's uh, one point other where QT got dropped on his head from a suplex. I think Mox suplexed him right on top of his head. <laughs> I will say QT takes a suplex better than anyone I've ever. He does seen. I? I mean, I've always known this, but when I was watching that match, I was like, I see why they put QT in a lot of these matches. Oh, he makes people look great. Yeah, he, and I see why he's like their head trainer, because he is just, he's really good, and he, he's, I don't, he's not like showy about it, if if that makes sense. No, he, uh, he takes a high angle um, suplex bump better than anyone I've ever mm -hmm. seen in my life. Yeah. Like. You can tell that he's landing right on his trapezius mm-hmm. every time, like right on that thick, hard muscle at the mm-hmm. back, not his neck, not his head. Yeah. Like it's, it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Like he made, when he faced hook, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. He made hook look like a monster. Yeah. So then we have hater, hater Baker and storm in the back. Um, once again, they say that there will be no physicality uh, between the three of them, although Hader and Baker are obviously on the same team mm-hmm. for now. I still think that there's going to be a turn there at some oh, point yeah. I fairly so soon. Um, uh, Storm says she's not going anywhere tonight and or when she faces Hader in the tournament in the first round. Um and then she introduces her own friend. She and she brings out Ruby Soho, which is good to see her back. Yes. And Soho, uh, she asks, "Why is that every time someone new shows up in the women's division, uh, Baker's got to show up with all her goons, and they, she's got to sick them on them? Is it, be- is it because she's a little upset that she lost her title? Uh, which is funny because that timeline doesn't really." Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Because she just lost her title. Mm-hmm. But that's not the point. Um this is cool. I like this uh little this the feuds that they these little mini feuds that they set up within the tournaments are really mm-hmm. well done. Yeah. I wish they would do it more often. And the the reason why they have to do it in these tournaments is because they're so they only do one match. Yeah, 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 yeah. If they per episode. They just do another match and you could set yeah. up these feuds in a much better way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. They they're getting in their own way at this point mm-hmm. because the women's division would be so much better off and people would actually care yeah. if they had more than one match per show. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. They're like, oh, no, one. people don't uh, tune in for the women or they don't care about the women. So we don't put them on TV. But it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because they can't get over if you don't put them on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And you, they have 
just an abundance of some of the top female wrestlers in the world, and that they're just not using them. Yeah, like, where's Statlander? Where's... And you have all these people that you want to to be signed, (laughs) and you're like, honestly, why would they come over? Yeah. Why wouldn't they go to Impact? I was... Because we've talked about how we want Athena there, and I was thinking, I was like, maybe she doesn't want to come in because she... Well, she would be here already. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's possible that Tony Khan's trying to negotiate with her, but she would be here already mm-hmm. if that were the case. Yeah. You would think. But, I mean, the way that things are shaken down, it looks like it doesn't even matter if you're an impact or mm-hmm. wherever because you can show up on AEW. We'll get yeah. back. We'll get to that later. Yeah, true, um, true. So next we have the Jungle Cruisers. I'm going to call them that now. I, uh, someone I work with watches... AEW and uh, I said some called them the Jungle Cruisers and they laughed like I I'm so glad that that's sticking. I was like, yeah, me too. It's such a good name. <laughs> yeah, so you have the Jungle Cruisers and Christian and Jungle Boy. He's disappointed with his loss in the qualifying match last week. He said he knew he had that one, but he just faltered. He's being the ultimate babyface. Mm-hmm. And Chris Jer or Chris Jericho, Christian says, "You don't sound like a sore loser." You just sound like a loser. Mm-hmm. And last week could have been a te- It should be a teachable moment. Put that damn belt over your shoulder. Um, and we're going to challenge any top five tag team. I'm going to call your shot. Come face us. And in walks Starks and Hobbs. And Starks accepts the challenge. And the only way that he could with all the swagger that only yeah. he has. <laughs> yeah. Um, he called Luchasaurus a smooth brain dinosaur, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for this. Me too. I'm afraid Starks and Hobbs are going to pick up another loss. I hope not. That would be awesome if they won the tag titles. Because when we're, you know, everyone's been talking about what teams need to beat the Jungle Cruisers. And I didn't think about it. I don't think anyone else really thought Starks and Hobbs. So I hope okay. that happens. It would be cool because then it would give. It depends, like if they want, like do they want the young bucks to turn face, beat Red Dragon, and then turn to face for the tag titles? And if they're faces facing another face, face versus face doesn't work that often. It's better than heel versus heel. That's shit. Mm-hmm. But if it's face versus heel like face versus starks and hobbs that's different yeah that's a very different scenario and it's a match we haven't seen so that'd Mm -hmm. be awesome i would love for starks and hobbs to win and then it could set up a um another a title match between um keith lee and swerve versus them because keith lee and swerve look fucking awesome yeah yeah that's one of those pairings where normally I don't like it when uh, companies are just like, hey, black man and black man, yeah. you're a tag team now. I'm always <laughs> like, hey, what? Are, come on now. <laughs> like, yeah. Do they even know each other? Um, but they have so much chemistry together and they actually were on NXT together. Yeah. They have crossed paths a lot. So that does make more sense. And there's a, it makes sense why they gelled so quickly. Because mm-hmm. sometimes like, it's just. What do they have the promo where Keith Lee used some big word and uh, Swerve said he just taught me what that word means? That I like that. That made me laugh. <laughs> it was very good. Yeah. They're they're very they're very good together, and mm-hmm. I like it. Um, they clearly know each other, um, and I think that would be cool to revisit that match for a title. Mm-hmm. Again, I wouldn't want them to pick up a loss either. It's a weird thing with those guys. I want them in big matches, but I want them to be winning them mm-hmm. as opposed to because they're not in the young guy mold. Like yeah. These these are guys that uh, I feel like they should already be past that like mid card guy who's being held down a bit by like the people above them. Yeah. Like sure. Jungle Boy or Darby or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like these are kind of guys I want to see in the title pictures, but winning some matches. For sure. I, I feel like they should face team. But this is just the problem that you have. It's a double-edged sword because we have the most stacked roster in wrestling. Mm-hmm. But that means that some people got to be taking losses. Yeah. 
and that's kind of the problem that Pac's been in since he since yeah. he arrived in Death Triangle. And mm-hmm. like, my goodness, that's why we see the jobber is always on these shows so that someone can lose. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so next we have Wardlow versus Archer, and this was this was a. I don't want to say it's a much more competitive match than I thought it was going to be because it's Archer. Mm-hmm. And Archer has been in main events countless times. He's f- fought for, I think, both titles. Maybe just yeah. TNT yes. title. Now, he... He he faced Hangman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Texas Death Match. Yeah. Yeah, so he's uh, he's fought for all the titles. He won uh, he won a tournament to uh, or no, he got to the finals of a tournament for the TNT title. Like he's uh, he's legit. So mm-hmm. it made sense that he hit Wardlow with the top rope rope walk. He hit him with the choke slam. He hit him with the damn blackout, mm-hmm. only for Wardlow to kick out. And then Wardlow responds by hitting the senton. Yeah, I haven't seen him hit a senton since like his one of his like early dark matches mm-hmm. he also had that awesome hurricane rana too that he did yes then he queued up the band he hit him with four power bombs but i will say when he hit that senton he looked like sean o'hare yeah he did from wcw early mm-hmm. wwe fame rest in peace sean o'hare yeah. um sean o'hare as a kid like as a little kid, I I looked at him and I was like, "That man's amazing." Yeah, he was awesome. This is the coolest man on earth. Yeah, he was super cool, and it, it sucks. Um, he he passed away pretty young too, so that sucks. He did. Um, can't remember why. That I think concussions slash mm-hmm. getting cut slash he went into MMA for a bit. I think he just kind of I don't know. Yeah, that's what happened with a lot of guys in the nineties. Um, but yeah, he, uh, I always remember Sean O'Hare was a, a big, big dude who would hit a senton. I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Yeah. He's super agile. Yeah. You don't really want Wardlow doing that too much, but I'm glad that they waited until he was a face to break out the senton. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that makes the fans go crazy and it's a beautiful senton. Yeah. He had excellent rotation. Better than Hardy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hardy, who just fucking crushed Isaiah Cassidy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so next we have uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society addressing their enemies mm-hmm. um, in a town hall in the middle of the ring. You got the tables, you got the chairs, no physicality allowed in the ring. So we got LAX coming out. Um, and I'm looking at here. It's five on three. I'm like, okay, this is where we finally even up the odds here, right? That's like, what I thought gonna, too. We're gonna have. Uh, I thought it was gonna be Jericho's. Like, you, you're not allowed to get physical. And Eddie Kingston saying, "I'm not gonna get physical." And then two more guys come in from behind <laughs> and assault them. I thought yeah. that's what was gonna happen. That's not what we got. We got Jericho in fucking like shiny genie boots, <laughs> which was really funny. Yeah. Um, and Garcia with this leather Kingle hat. Leather Kangle hat, uh, <laughs> making fun of, uh, um, <laughs> making fun of uh, Santana Ortiz and Eddie's, uh, Eddie's, um, oh, what did he say about his eyebrows? Uh, but, perfectly manicured eyebrows or something. Perfectly like manicured eyebrows, <laughs> and Eddie just like, he's like, well, yes. What's yeah, he, yeah. He started touching. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, what's a uh, is it Magic Mike Menard? Is that his name? Now? <laughs> uh, Daddy Magic. Yeah, he had he had to have a whole pack of gum in his mouth. The gum it, this time it's getting more and more ridiculous. The amount of gum he's chewing because he, when he talks, he like hangs it out, and I was like, that's like a wad of gum in that dude's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. His head takes up the whole screen behind mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and he oh, does. God. What does he say before they come out? The Jericho Appreciation Society for over seven weeks, the pinnacle of sports entertainment. <laughs> it's so funny that he does the the voiceover yeah. for it. I still want to know how they got like Brooklyn accents when they're from Canada. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. It's oh my god! It's so funny. They're so and, good. Like I legit saw somebody post online that he's like, "Oh, I hate that guy." I was like perfect yeah he's perfect. working yet. 
That's great. Um, uh, yeah, I love uh, Garcia leaning into it. He's like, he's like, what are you going to do, Eddie? Eddie, are you going to hit me? Yeah, kept jumping at him and stuff. (laughs) So funny, so good. Um, But Eddie explodes. He throws the table across the ring. He said, "I'm not here for sports entertainment." He says, "Where I'm from, where I'm from, Jericho. When you say you're gonna hit some hit someone, it means something very different." He does the the uh, the handgun (laughs) thing. He gets all in Jericho's face. Jericho looks like he shits himself. Yeah. It's really good. And then backstage later on the show, fucking Jericho Appreciation Society lights Eddie's face on fire. Yeah, right on his eyebrows. <laughs> With a fireball. That's a huge and, fireball, uh, too. And you've got uh, uh, Daddy Magic getting the getting the camera. Like, hey, camera guy, come back here. I got something to show you, eh? Yeah, hey, you want You want a scoop? <laughs> <laughs> you want a scoop? <laughs> That fireball they hit Kingston with was massive too. I was like, wow, they did a good job on that one. Yeah, it was good. Um, he no longer has perfectly manicured eyebrows. Nope. And I saw somebody uh, on Twitter. It might have been Nyla Rose, or maybe she just maybe that's who I saw her commenting. But somebody said in the AEW game, uh, like in the story mode, uh, Eddie Kingston, uh, who like the more uh, someone's Eddie Kingston's rival in the game, the faster he should walk to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I still. I mean, it's funny because Caster kind of took took the bit, but I would still love Eddie to uh, not come out to ring music, but just come out with a mic in his hand, mm-hmm. just fucking ripping into the person like he did to Cody. Yeah, just no music, just every time he comes. But that's Caster's bit. Mm-hmm. Caster took it. I I feel like that should be Eddie's. Yeah, I do like Eddie just going to the ring as quickly as he can to fight someone though. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Uh, just ripping off his hat, ripping mm-hmm. off the jersey. Um, yeah, so next we got Deeb versus Sheeta in the Philly street fight. This was a good match. Um, talk about on site. These two just fucking beating the shit out of each other. Um, Deeb targeting uh, Sheeta's knee with the with the chair, which I like. Um, fucking beating the shit out of that knee. Yeah, um, she, her with her. she went after the knee the whole match, too. It was, it was crazy. It's good. This is just a fucking year-long selling of the knee, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah, she hit her with a reverse knee breaker on the, uh, on the chair. Um, and, oh, yeah, and then uh, she had a reverse. No, she had a reverse the knee breaker, sending Deeb's face into the chair, which is a really cool spot. Mm-hmm. Um, because the the chair was still set up in the ring, and she went flying face first into it. I think that legit hurt her because she posted a picture online afterwards too. She had like a big old shiner on her cheek and eye. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's gonna that shit's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Deep broke out the powder to the face, which was great. <laughs> yeah. hey, you don't which, see that too much anymore. <laughs> no, you don't. That was some Mister Fuji mm-hmm. in there. Not quite salt, but I love the powder. Yeah. Um. Then so you had uh. You had Sheeta blindly swinging that kendo stick while she's yeah blind. she almost hit Aubrey. That was awesome, <laughs> really good. Then Dave hits the detox on the chair, smashes Sheeta's knee into the chair, locks in the Serenity Lock, and she wins. And I was like, "Damn, okay, they're they're going with Sheeta this or going with Dave. This is cool." And then you have Thunder Rosa watching on from the back, and like, mm-hmm. "Okay, no, yes, this is perfect." Yeah, because Sheeta's this in the perfect. Owen tournament, right? She Already? is. Yeah, okay. So she so, can pick up wins there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus now they're two and two, so they can address the feud later if they want to. Mm-hmm. And they could have her go right to the end and then put someone over mm-hmm. in the end because she doesn't really need to win at this point. She's over. Oh, she's massively over. Did you see that huge sign they brought? Somebody brought for her? Oh, yeah. And then they she got a Holy Sheeta chant, <laughs> which oh, yeah, was this... awesome. <laughs> um. Yeah, she's been champ twice. She doesn't have to be champ for like another year at least. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, she can put over someone else. It'll be good if mm-hmm. she was at the end or lose in the first round. That's that'd what I would do. Nuts. I would either have someone beat her in the first round or someone beat her in the finals. Yeah, that'd be nuts. It'd be like when the Young Bucks lost in the first round when the company started. Yeah, I love when New Japan does that. Mm-hmm. Where they'll they'll have two people 
um, face each other in the first round, you're like, shit, one of these two people has to lose? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it adds a lot of intrigue, so that's good. It does. It's great. It's really, mm-hmm. it's really, really smart. That's one of the reasons why I loved FTR facing each other right away. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is cool. This is big stakes right away. Yeah. And there's a match next week where it's big stakes right away. And Jungle Boy losing last week again because mm-hmm. it, because it, what they do, sorry, that's going to pick up on the audio. What <laughs> they do in, um, in AEW is they have the losses matter as much as the wins. Mm-hmm. So like losses fuel people's storylines, like with Jungle Boy. This is leading to the Christian. Yeah, turn. for sure. For sure. So this is this is an awesome way that they're they're using his loss in the tournament or to get into the tournament as for Christian's uh turn. It's mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Um okay, so now we have MJF in the back and he announces that he's bringing in another big surprise for Wardlow. And he says he's even bi- he's bigger than Wardlow. No, he says he's more experienced than Wardlow. He's bigger than Wardlow, and you can't teach that. Mm-hmm. We're getting big casts. Yeah, we're getting W. Morrissey. Morrissey. I hope we don't get Enzo because he's the guy that said it, and you can't teach that. Yeah, I doubt it because he's not with him in Impact. So I, no. I think it's just going to be Morrissey. But Morrissey's been good, but also Morrissey has had issues. So I hope he's doing well. It seems like he is. He is. He's he he announced that he he's sober and stuff. So that's good. That's yeah. good. He he legit tried to kill Joe Janelle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he had his issues for a while. I think that's when he kind of hit rock bottom was that stuff yeah. with Joey Janela. So I think he realized he needed to get clean. And then... he legit tried to murder Joey Janela. <laughs> like not even like kayfabe. He tried to shoot him. Yeah. So I, I think I think he's gotten clean since then. So that's good. That's good. that is good. That is good. Then we have House of Black trying to uh, unmask Fuego. Yeah. Um, Which the, Nyla, speaking of Nyla Rose again, she posted that picture of Fuego oh, and then the you're yeah. dead, like in the Souls games, which made me laugh really hard. It was really good. Yeah. Very funny. Um, so this happened. It was a big spotlight opens and it's got three guys. They're looming over top of Fuego. They go to rip off his mask. And then there's a robe Abrahantis in the ring. And he tells them that he, they warned them that they would be burned if they attempted to uh, attempted to assault Fuego, and you think you're going to unmask a luchador? Mm-hmm. Like, have we not taught you anything? You do not unmask a luchador. And they start coming down to the ring, and then in the most anime fashion, Abrahantis reveals his whole plan mm-hmm. to them as they are walking to the ring. He says... He's like, ah, I knew you would fall into my trap by coming to the ring, and that way we could get the jump on you. And meanwhile, they have they have not yet gotten the jump on them yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, it's like, oh my god, this is the most anime thing yeah. I've ever heard. So after he tells them it's a trap, then Penta and Pack appear from the tunnels. They come down to uh to attack them. The robed man, of course, takes off the robe and it's Pack or not Pack, it's Speaks. Phoenix. Yeah, and then Abrahantis comes out from the back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they brawl a bit. Death Triangle hits them with a with a triple tope. Their trios match is going to be fan fucking tastic. Yeah, that's got to be a double or nothing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. That's gonna be guaranteed. Awesome. That's a double or nothing match, and it's going to be glorious. Mm-hmm. They obviously wanted to do this earlier. But yeah, yeah. Because and... of Phoenix's injury, they had to figure out how to kill some time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they just, if you remember poor Fuego <laughs> when, uh, this is before, uh, Brody even debuted. Mm-hmm. Um, they, that was when Phoenix got hurt. Yeah. And they were like in the process of debuting Brody. And then they're like, Oh shit, what do we do yeah. now? So they kind of had to spin their wheels a bit. I think with house of black, um, so I think that's why they've been kind of just mucking around for a bit, mm-hmm. just tossing Fuego around. Yeah, but yeah, now now they have they'll have a proper feud, and it's going to be awesome because it's be wild. It's uh, face spooky dudes versus heel spooky dudes, and it's going to be awesome. 
<laughs> the battle of the spooks. Yeah, too spooky for me. Okay, now we have undisputed elite versus just the youthful mid slash undercard of AEW. Yeah, we got to get Dante Martin out of these, man. <laughs> I know. I so I was like, what the, like, <laughs> one of these is not like the other. Let's yeah. be real here. Yeah. He got to shine. He got to do some cool high moves, spot moves, but it's like, come on, man. Don't I did Dante not Martin pay attention there. to this match at all. I mean, it was super short, but Dante Martin got to do like his uh, run up the ropes tope and his super high uh, like leapfrog thing. And he got to do his stuff. He's like the only one that got man, to do they, anything. They really should have got Dante in this tournament. Yeah, he still could be in it. It's a, he, could, still time. he could, but they've had him teaming with uh, these jobbers for two uh-huh. weeks now. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't want to say that because he teamed with Moriarty and who was the other person last week? His Brock. His it was Brock. His Lee Moriarty, Brock, and uh, Dante Martin. Just a, a random assortment yeah. of people. <laughs> and again, another random assortment. It's just sort of, this match didn't do anything for me. Didn't do anything for me. But afterwards, we did get the Bucks getting their uh, undisputed elite, elite shirts shirt. uh-huh. and then they did that pose with all the guys there doing the pose and that looked fucking cool it looked like the ginyu force they did look like the <laughs> ginyu force <laughs> you're right it was, it was exactly the ginyu force yeah, that's why when i saw it i was like oh that's that's i love it though but i was like that's the ginyu force <laughs> <laughs> i love the ginyu force man they're so good uh but yes I mean, I guess it was just a match for a pose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it so. was. I think it was just to show. Oh, they're working together now. And... Working together for like two weeks, and then they'll be. Yeah, by by the time Double or Nothing's over with, I think that's when the split happens. Well, I mean, the the also the split could happen as well. At this, um, it could happen at the New Japan show. Yeah. You're right. That's I think there's the Bullet Club stuff and with Jay White. Like yeah. Jay White's involved with them. Yeah, and he just turned on uh Gorilla's Destiny, so you can't trust that Jay White. No, you can't. Jay White's going to turn on them. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Um yeah, so then we had an absolutely wild fucking main event. <laughs> like there's lots of talk about this main event, both good and bad, both great and bad. Yeah, this match was a lot of fun. Had one, I mean, kind of unnecessary spot, but everything else was, was stupid uh, spectacular. Spot. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like a really, really stupid spot. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the match was incredible. Yeah. So this was the ladder match: Sammy versus Scorpio for the second time. Um, I would have put all my money on Sammy winning. Me too. And I I, I thought for sure uh, Frankie Kazarian was going to come down and and turn on Scorpio. Cost mm-hmm. him the match. Um, but no. Uh, well, for, let's talk about the match. The scary spot was the 6.30 off the <laughs> top of the ladder that Sammy did. Yeah. He just completely missed <laughs> Scorpio's guy. He hit the ground and, like a cartoon character. <laughs> and he, he went Fuck, he, he landed right on his shoulder. Uh-huh. Sky kind of had to like try to dive in there to try and take some of it. Yeah. And then it I reminds me of like, was it their last match when he saves the 630 through the table with no one there? Well, here's the thing is that Sammy has done there's precedent for Sammy to do stuff like this, and then they do the worked spot where the where they spend the full picture in picture commercial break with the officials. Mm-hmm looking at him and he's done that like two or three times yeah at this point so there is precedent where it's like okay well this sammy meant to do this Mm -hmm. but after the match or today it was reported that no he did get hurt he hurt his shoulder and his neck yeah i mean i think because right after you do the spot the camera cut to ty conti and her face said it all she's like what the (laughs) yeah her face was like that was not meant to happen yeah um but to his credit, he rebounded. Mm-hmm. They did the uh, the ladder cutter remix, which was yeah. uh, um, S- or Sammy jumping through the air and 
uh, Scorpio Sky hitting the cutter, which is the same one he did with uh, with Cody, but reversed. Yeah. So that was really cool. And then a barbed wire ladder got brought into the ring. And I like this because they're, they're in Philly, so that makes sense. And the, the crowd immediately starts chanting ECW. <laughs> which is amazing, like really fucking loud. Yeah. Um, we got a Spanish fly onto that ladder. Oh, gross. Yeah, really good like stuff. Ob- obviously, it's plastic, like they're fake barbed wire, but I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ty Conti and Lambert get involved. Um, Ty Conti hits Lambert with a real stiff kick to the dick. Yeah, which is good. Then Paige Van Zant gets in the gets in the ring. They're brawling. We have Paige Van Zant and Ty in one corner, Scorpio and and Sammy in the other. And I'm sitting there watching this going. Okay, yeah, give me this match with these four people. Well, they they've announced that they're doing the mixed tag, right? That's that was the condition to get this tag match or to get this ladder match was they had to give them the the mixed tag match. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah, what they, they said did last say week? that. So that's probably coming at the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a pay per view match. Paige Van Zandt's debut um, match. Yeah, she they look good. Um, mm-hmm. I I will say that probably the best worked punches in the game is Scorpio Sky. He's good. He, well, he because he's a former MMA fighter, mm-hmm. so he would know. And he's a he's a former MMA fighter and a wrestler, so he would know how to mm-hmm. how to make it look good, while also like knowing how to throw a real punch. Yeah. Um. So his body shots shots look legit. Um. And then there's a huge spot where they go up onto the ladder, and they have the the barbed wire ladder propped up against the ropes mm-hmm. and Sammy gets launched off the ladder, bounces off the barbed wire. And it just looks so fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. I loved every second of it. Yeah. And then sky gets the belt and I was shocked. And then Kaz comes down and his black suit looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Easy page looked pissed off. <laughs> yeah. He does the handshake with Scorpio. Cause he's getting the first, he's getting the first title defense. Ethan looked pissed. Um, Lambert looked pissed. Paige Van Zant looked like she wasn't didn't know that she was supposed to look pissed because she looked really happy. Yeah, um, she's probably legit. Like this is awesome. <laughs> like, you got to look pissed off. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like, okay, so Ethan's probably going to turn on Scorpio, which is cool. Yeah, I hope I think that so. doesn't cost Scorpio the belt. I hope that means that he'll face Ethan Page for the belt. Yeah, as opposed to cost him. I think that would be a good feud. Yeah, it and, would. It would. And I would hope Scorpio keeps it. Because I think they kind of have to... They've hot-potatoed it for a bit, which is yeah. fine. I don't mm-hmm. mind that, because you kind of have to, because it keeps things unpredictable. Yeah, you can't... But you can't do it with every feud, because then it gets no, and old. Also, the one the one time when I have not enjoyed... The reason why I haven't really enjoyed the hot-potatoing, because it, it's only been between three guys. Mm-hmm. It was between Cody, Sammy, and Scorpio. Yeah. I saw someone online point this out, and this this may I don't know if this is, but this may be the reason why they because Cody did... left and fucked it up for them. Yeah, because Cody left, so now Sammy's the most TNT champ. He's got the most reigns, and he has the shortest reign now because Cody yeah. did have both of those. So maybe they wanted to change it. I don't know. I no, I I think that they, <laughs> I think they've kind of just put uh, Sammy into Cody. Role. It's true. He he's gotten all that heat now when he's still trying to be a face. So maybe yeah, I, I think they put him in that role because I think it was probably going to be. Um, yeah, they probably had an idea that they were going for, and then when Cody left, they're like, oh, "Shit, okay." So they had to fill that spot with somebody. So mm-hmm. like, okay, put the belt back on Sammy, and then we can put Sammy in that role. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I think it kind of scuttled it a bit. Like, I don't think they meant to switch it back and forth between these same three guys over and over and over. Yeah. I just think that uh, Cody threw them a curveball. Yeah, for sure. Then, then they had to... I feel like there's probably a smoother way of doing this. But I like the end result. Because what it did, like what the hot potatoing did, and credit to Righteous Reg for tweeting this or no was it no i think it was uh it was sean ross Sapp that tweeted it it said uh so you've 
you turn Ty, you turn Sammy, you babyface Scorpio, you've got a feud with, uh, you had a feud with Sammy and Scorpio, now you have a feud brewing with Scorpio and, and Paige, a turn for Paige, or no, a turn for Scorpio, and a feud with uh, Kaz and Scorpio, and potentially reuniting Skaz, Ta- or <laughs> Skaz and Taz. Skaz. <laughs> with, Kaz uh, and Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. reuniting them back. potentially to be a tag team again. You did a bunch. You furthered like five little storylines there <laughs> with one with one little hot potato thing. And I think the ends justify the means mm-hmm. in this scenario. And also the crowd popped heavy for Scorpio. Yeah. He got were, a big pop when he won. They were behind him. 100%. I think that's partially to do with people are just fucking sick of Sammy. Yeah. So they're happy to see Sammy lose, but that sometimes that like that was Cody's role. Mm-hmm. Was uh, and he always talked about it. He said, "My my dad held belts so often because he was the guy that you would transition to the other guy. Mm-hmm. Like people, like you would put put the belt on him real quick so that he could give it to someone else. He was the transitional guy, and Cody was the transitional guy. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like Sammy's the transitional guy. Yeah, like he's sort of taken that role because yep. you want to cheer against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah." So yeah, I'm happy that for that. And peacock I'm, jacket now. He's definitely a heel with his jacket <laughs> that he wears. Oh now. yeah. Oh yeah. He's a and his spray tan on his face is so bad. Mm-hmm. It looks like he has a chocolate milk mustache. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very funny. Um I hope he's okay, because that was a hell of a fall. Yeah. And plus, like we were just talking, he's got that mixed tag match coming up, so hopefully. Yeah, but he, he can rest up. He can that's not for a while. He can yeah. He can rest up for a few weeks. I don't want to see him on TV for a while until that happens. For sure. The, the feud's already set up. You don't need you don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rampage. Like, t- what time is it? Uh, the it starts in forty minutes. Yeah. So this card is fucking stacked. Yeah, it is. It looks better than this week's past uh, Dynamite. Yeah, it looks Which better th- than Dynamite this week. We've got Swerve versus Darby. Which is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. That's actually a rivalry that they've had on the Indies, mm-hmm. which is cool. You've got Hook versus Danhausen, which is insane. Which I thought they were going to say for the pay per view for real, yeah, but they're doing it. But they're doing it, and that's insane. And we've got the Baddies versus Willow, Adora, and Sky Blue. Mm-hmm. Trisha Adora, I'm so excited to see her legit on TV. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I'm glad they keep bringing back Willow. So that, that I'm hoping that's a good sign. Apparently, the AEW um, staff mm-hmm. or the the wrestlers think that she's going to be signed or is already signed. She should be because she's amazing. She is amazing, and she's like ultimate babyface. Yeah. And so is Trisha Dora. Mm-hmm. All you have to do, I mean, you can't do her music, but you can have. Uh, Ruckus recreate her music because yeah. her entrance is amazing. Mm-hmm. Her sure. entrance is amazing, and there's no way she doesn't get over with that entrance. Yeah, um, she's really fucking good. They would have they would have the best women's division if they signed those two. Yep. I truly believe it. And you Sky Blue has so much potential, and she's so young. Yeah, and when I looked at this, I was super super hyped for this match and i was like ah but it's kind of going to be a squash and i know who's going to lose but i've heard it's amazing cool i've heard it's an amazing match so it doesn't sound like it'll be a squash so i'm really excited Mm -hmm. then we've got a lot of matches on this card one two three four five which is crazy that is crazy i imagine hook and danhausen in this next match probably won't go too long <laughs> no. Then we have Keith Lee versus Colton Gunn. That's going to end quick. Yeah, that's going to be that's... Keith Lee tossing him spirit bomb one, two, three. Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. Great. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Squish him. Squish him like a bug. Yeah. Um, then you have uh, Samoa Joe versus Trent. Yeah. That's awesome. 
That is. That's they did really that video cool. package on Dynamite too, which was good. Yeah, I love it. Joe versus anybody, man. I'm just so happy to see Joe doing what he wants. Me? Like guys who left too. this style for so long and then have come back and are able to work this style again. It's so refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's cool as hell. Then we have next week, and this is a really exciting match. Diana Perrazzo versus Marti- versus Mercedes Martinez for the Ring of Honor Women's Unification. This is cool. Yeah, this is really this cool. This is very cool. Perrazzo on Dynamite is wild. Mm-hmm. Is she signed I, with Impact? She is signed with Impact. Okay. I don't... That's why this is crazy. Yeah, I because I was hoping she was going to win, but if she signed with Impact, I doubt she's going to win. But... <laughs> uh, I mean, Tony Khan just kind of has proven to us that he doesn't give a fuck and will just do whatever. Yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> if he, here's the thing. If he wants Perazzo to show up on Dynamite more, then you put that title on her, then she kind of has to. Mm-hmm. And it also ingratiates um, Tony Khan to the Impact people. Like, hey, give us your ladies a bit. Yeah, it's true. And they, they're they bringing in Morrissey next week, too. So it's, I mean... I get. Are they working with Impact again? Because I remember they said they were going to take a break from doing that for a while. But and they probably. I mean, you can't just work with Impact forever. Sometimes you need to take a break and then you come back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have in my notes, and I this is a typo. I have Wardlow versus Ass. Yeah. Well, there's that. There's that screenshot from when he wrestled in WWE and he stood in front of. The big C and big cast, so it said big ass one time. It was pretty. Funny. I know. That's why I, was, <laughs> I was laughing at this because I was putting it in my notes, and I it was legit just a typo. It just says <laughs> Wardlow versus ass. That's a um, segment for AEW After Dark. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, that looks great. Um, mm-hmm. That's gonna be that's gonna be a banger of a match because I've heard that Morrissey's having fantastic matches. And he's yeah. looked really good. Yeah, this so, will be a big old meaty meat fest. Absolutely, that power bomb when he hits that power—that's going to look nuts. Because I think uh, Big Cass is legit, like seven foot two. So, like, that's going to look nuts. <laughs> <laughs> It'll look like he power bombed a building. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Fish versus Jeff Hardy for <laughs> you put for Hardy. a qualifier match. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You had brought it up that it's a lot of tag guys. In yeah, the weirdly, really, really weird. Because you would think you want to have like, I don't know, Garcia, or you want to have Moriarty, mm-hmm. or Swerve, or Lee, or Well, Hobbs. Swerving, isn't Swerving Darby a qualifier? Is it? I think so. Oh, that makes sense. Because okay. Joe's, Joe's in it, he qualified against. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so there's at least one singles guy so far, but yeah, they, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, tag. of a lot of tag guys, mm-hmm. a lot of tag guys. But you know, Owen Hart was like a he was six time yeah. WWE tag champion, so it makes sense for sure. And here's the thing, though, I like I really like seeing uh, tag. I've mentioned this before. I love seeing tag guys in tournaments because mm-hmm. they turn it up an extra notch because they don't often get to wrestle singles. Yeah, and also. That's what they do in New Japan. You get mm-hmm. these tag guys in there, and then you're like, oh, there's intrigue. It's like, oh, are these guys from the same team going to face each other down the road mm-hmm. in yeah. this tournament? It's just cool. It's, and it also gives the elements like, oh, shit, anybody's got a, any, anybody's got a shot. Like, a, if Fish wins, he gets to face Hangman for the title. Like, it's kind of cool. Yeah. That's why I always like having, like, a... Tag team guys in battle in Royal Rumbles and shit. It's like, mm-hmm. like within kayfabe, you're like, oh, this guy could win, and then, and then you have this guy who would never get a shot at the at the title gets one. It's it adds a lot, and mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so that's cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, this week was kind of eh, but next week looks or tonight looks better. Yeah, tonight looks awesome. Next week's has some intriguing matches, especially that ROH women's title. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be really cool. People are going to pop their fucking tits off. Yeah, those those two ladies are going to beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> yeah, they will. Gianna Perrazzo is very, very good. Mm-hmm. 
very, very good. So is uh, Martinez. She's excellent. I think that Peraza will eventually end up in AEW. I'm it's, sure she's she's too good not to, especially after this match. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to be in AEW, but mm-hmm. she uh, she reneged on well, not reneged on a match. She was supposed to be in the um, women, the first women's battle royal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she got contacted by was it WWE? It was probably WWE. She's there for a little bit. She's yeah, WWE. She's one of the releases last year. They they essentially tried to block AEW because AEW mm-hmm. had announced it, mm-hmm. and uh, then WWE is like, no, 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 sign with us now. <laughs> like quick, quick, quick! So yeah. she did, and then AEW was like, "Well, fine, fuck you." Mm-hmm. So that when she when she became a free agent, AEW wasn't interested mm-hmm. because she uh, kind of screwed them a little. Mm-hmm. But she's there now, so yeah, she's back. And like Mercedes Martinez, kind of screwed uh, AEW a bit. Mm-hmm. They had her in their plans, and then she signed with WWE as well. Yeah, because she showed up and then signed with WWE. She had I matches. Yeah, I remember that. She had a dynamite match. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she left and it was like, wait, weird. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. And and then it was uh it had been said that it that had actually been her dream for her whole life to wrestle in WWE. So it's like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like this is gonna be her last shot to do so. Mm-hmm. And then they cut her, so uh yeah. thank you. She, she got to do it, now she's uh gonna probably be Ring of Honor women's champ, so good for her. Great. So I think, I think that's good for for tonight. Um, yeah, give us a little bit of a break before uh, before rampage starts. Oh yeah. All right. Have a good one. See you guys.